When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Brother, this is Wilbur here inside the DW Conspiracy Shack, and I hope you're all saying your prayers and taking your vitamins because you're going to need them on today's episode. Welcome. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you with me? Wait, one more time. I cut you off. Sorry. I'm Daniel. And I'm Wilbur, and welcome to this special episode of DW Conspiracy Shack, where we're going to dive into... What we consider is new world order. New world order. New world order. Totalitarian. Totalitarian, authoritarian. You know how I just read totalitarian? Um, what? It's like some dinosaur name? No. Oh. Total Italian. Total Italian. Maybe it is. I think uh, that's what uh, Mussolini was a totalitarian. To total Italian. <laughs> total Italian. <laughs> oh, Gosh, this is so, an episode. So we're going to talk about New World Order? Mm-hmm. Now, are we breaking this down into like a, uh, as the New World Order is a group, New World Order is the new system coming about? Um, what? What's? How are we going to tackle this one? I don't know. I don't know either, because this is, this is something uh, I think that's kind of going to play a role, or is playing a role in uh, today's society right now, and... Unbeknownst to many people. So let's shed some light. Okay. The reverse side of the great seal of the United States of America. Okay, the reverse side. Okay, what about it? Explain that more. It's the it's like what you see on the dollar now. Okay. Is you know the the all seeing eye on top of the pyramid, pyramid and all yeah. that stuff. So there's a lot to with that with the Illuminati and the New World Order. But that was in seventeen seventy six. 
The Latin phrase Norris Doris Securium appears also on the reverse side of the seal in 1782. What's that stand for? And is now on the back of the U.S. dollar since 1935. And it translates to New Order of the Ages. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's on, on the back all, of a dollar? It's on all of our dollars, yes. I'm pulling a dollar out right now. It's on the back. Where is it at? I don't know. Novus Aura Secarum. Oh, yep. Right under the all-seeing eye of Pyramid. Mm-hmm. There it is. And this alludes to the beginning of the new area, uh, specifically in the United States, but all independent nations. How, how, I mean, just pause for a second right here and pull out a dollar if you have one. And just look at that, the circle with the pyramid with the eye above it. And just think to yourself, how weird is this? And why is it on our money? And why has it always been on our money? And the more you look at it, just the weirder it gets. That's just odd. This is so odd. The NWO is a a conspiracy theory that hypothesizes that a secretly emerging totalitarian world government. The common theme is this conspiracy theory is the New World Order is a secretive but superpower elite group of globalists Mm -hmm. with an agenda that's conspiring to eventually achieve world domination and rule the world through authoritarian one world government. Yep. And this is like the cabal that's you know, secretly running everything behind the scenes, the people that are putting on, you know, our, our presidents that are selected, not elected into place. It's this Sorry. is the group, you know, con- um, conducting that or writing the script and putting these things into place. It's a big machine. This will replace all sovereign nations in the United States and encompass, and it will encompass an all propaganda whose ideology hails the establishment of the New World Order as a circulation around history's progress. Many influential historians and confluential figures have therefore already been allegedly a part of the cabal in the operations. There are many front organizations and significant political and financial events, ranging from the cause of systemic crisis to push through conservative pro- conservatorial policies and at both nation and international levels as a step of the ongoing plot to achieve world domination. Mm-hmm. Before the early 1900s, the New World Order comprised of a limited or a limited to two American countercultures, primarily the military anti-government rights and the secondary part to the fundamentalist Christianity. Oh, okay. Because it talks about the New World Order in the Bible. Does it? You, you didn't know that? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Probably in Revelations. not. Oh wow! Uh, it's about. I feel like this so the New World Order, and as far in this, I'm going to very summarize. Yeah. In the Bible, okay. The One World Government, the New World Order in the Bible, basically is a good sign of the end times. Okay. Which is, are we? You know, that's going around a lot right now too. We're living through the end times, and one way or another, I think if maybe if uh, humanity as a whole doesn't like, uh, I don't know, be more aware of. Uh, actions taking place in our world today that perhaps it could lead to in times of s- s- one way or another. Uh, now, I, I think humanity at the end of the day always comes out on top. I think, you know, things go through their light cycles and dark cycles, you know, good times, bad times or whatnot. But those things only change when humanity itself changes. I, well, I don't think evil can fully take over and if unless humanity allows it to. I think it, anyways, as far as Revelation is concerned, it will, because it's right. the earth is not for us. Hmm. The earth, 
we're supposed to go to the heavenly realm. We're supposed to choose to go to the heavenly realm. Correct. Yes. And evil will take over the earth mm-hmm. because it's the it's what's it's what's going to happen, and it's choosing the right. Anyways, before the early 1990s, though, like I said, it was pretty much used for fundamental Christian and uh, anti-government right groups. But academics who study the conspiracy theory of religious extremism, such as uh, – there's a whole bunch of people. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people. It, it, it's been used throughout history, and mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Uh, use, usage uh, during the pre-Cold War era, during the 20th century, political figures such as Woodrow Wilson – in Winston Churchill used the term New World Order to refer to the new period of history categorized by the dramatic change in the world policies mm-hmm. through the global balance of power after World War One and World War II. The interwar, or the post-World War II period, has seen several opportunities to improve I- idealistic proposals for global governance. Mm. So it was used a lot uh, back then as saying, we need a new world order or a one world order. A new system to, yeah. you know, allow people to live in, so we have more productive and more uh, a better society for all of humanity. But that's the that's the lie they tell you in front. What they want is a one world system to control every human being on the earth as being, you know, basically a slave state for elite and powerful to uh, rule this domain, this realm. Oh, don't worry, I get to the Rockefellers. They're part, yes, big, big players in this usage of the uh, of New World Order during Cold World era. Okay, so this is after World War II. That, yeah, th- yeah, that that era after you know the state of Israel was founded. I mean, that is one of the several several things that happened. Yep, it is. It's just topical in today's day and age. I guess I was more thinking that. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, during the Red Scare. Both uh, Christian right American and uh, largely influential that workers by the work of Canadian conspiracy theory, William Guy Carr, Guy Carr, C A R R. Is that how you say that last name? I've seen it before. Carr, yeah, okay. Increasingly spread this dubious fears of Freemasonry, Illuminati, the Jews, and many other groups. Many other groups, huh? He was just kind of sounds anti Semitic me he probably was this william carr guy was just like he'd pick a group for a while Mm -hmm. and say this is who's going to run the new world order and then depending on how he got feedback from it he'd move on to a different Different group group, yeah so basically someone that knew it was happening but then could just flow with the you know the state of things to make his theories correct yeah i mean just he was just playing pandering to the audience exactly who do you hate the most yeah the threat of a godless communism, the sphere of this atheistic, barbaric culture in this world government, uh, demonetize, or demonized the Red Menace. Mm. So they were basically saying the New World Order during this time was going to be put up by the Soviets. Right, Russia. And the Illuminati and the, and, the, and the Freemasons and the Jews. And the commies. The Red Scare came into shape on one of the core ideologies, the political rights in the United States, which was liberal and progressive. But the welfare state policies and the international cooperation programs such as foreign aid really contributed to the general process of global collaborationism. There's a lot of big words. And it's all BS. All stuff made up to take your tax money and spread it around the world and launder it into their own pockets. I I don't know. I wouldn't say this is made up. This is – they're pointing to say that this is – 
leading to the New World Order. Right, These exactly. processes. And, the, well, I'm, and the, what I mean by made up, these processes are all manufactured through, through ways of, you know, uh, they're manufactured in, inorganically to make sure they are happening. So that way these processes can move forward. Yeah. Through the guise of humanitarianism. So both liberalism and – or both democraticism and pub, or republicanism here in the United States, you know, these divides. Okay, yeah. They both have factors – that lead to this. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And what I've always said is it's right-wing, left-wing, same bird. Yep. Doesn't matter. They're, they're it's just puppets. They're trying to lead you just down the path. They're guiding and directing. And they're not doing it in a fast way. It's all nud- – they call it nudging. They just slowly push you and funnel you into this, the new world order. But it's just – it's a slow burn. It's a slow burn. That way you don't really notice, and then you slowly accept everything that's happening. Without questioning. So I'm just going to mention the Rockefeller thing before I move on. Okay. Uh, the Rockefeller in the 19... Well, all these guys are dead now for natural causes. Sure. Because they... They probably switched their the souls. Rockefeller name a lot. No, I'm saying the guys that read against him. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. They're they all died dead. natural causes. 100%. Yep. Lead falling from the sky at high velocity. <laughs> uh, so... None Dare Call It Conspiracy was the first famous book. And then Rockefeller's a campaign for the New World Order and Say No to the New World Order are all these books from the 70s and 80s that kind of highlight these very dramatic things. Okay. Just putting that out there. Yeah. And then post-Cold War era usage. I'm just trying to skirt through these. Just We could read the whole – like this article is massive. Right. I could read it all, but right. there's no point to it. Basically, well, are you going to give it a quick – for the post World War or yeah. post Cold War, yeah, with Rockefellers. No, I mean that's that's that first little sp- just spurt that. Okay. That in the seventies during the Cold War, as people were accusing the Rockefellers mm-hmm. of the New World Order. And and let's uh, for some like quick, you know, things you could point at. We have our, the Rockefeller created our whole education system for you know all public schooling. I think in in our country, in the United States, and then they also have the Rockefeller uh, medical like uh, found like not foundation but medical they all the medical education all the medical programs are all no. rooted in Rockefeller education. No, and is that a conspiracy? It's Ooh. not a conspiracy. They paid no. For it. It's yeah. It's not a conspiracy well, at all. Ford paid for it too, and well, he wanted better factory workers. Exactly. Exactly. And the great George Carlin said. Uh, you know, our education system doesn't create educated people. It creates, uh, what is it? Obedient workers. Mm-hmm. That's the goal of our education. Factory workers. It creates factory workers. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing people... wrong with working in a factory. Oh, no, not at all. But, but it, the just... system wants you to be that's all you can do. If you imagine the country is a factory, then that's mm-hmm. what it wants you to do. Just keep that, that because it's a, our country is a corporation. It is a business. There's a weird name in and here. What George Carlin said was that... Uh, just smart enough to turn the dials, but just but dumb enough to not question anything about it. And you know, saying dumb, not in like a to put people down, but just that's it's to keep them ignorant, yes. ignorant to the fact of purposeful, purposefully ignorant. Yes. Well, all right. Post Cold War, American televangelist Pat Robertson, which I do not like, with his 1991 best-selling book New World Order became the most prominent Christian administrator of conspiracy theories about American history. He described the scenario where Wall Street, the Federal Reserve, and the Council of Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, and the uh, Trial Commissions, 
control the flow of events from be, uh, behind the scenes, which, yes, they do. That, that core group of things I just mentioned are really controlling a lot of the world. Mm-hmm. But they're directed by the Antichrist in his book, which I'm not against. Yeah, me either. Blind Scroll finds a nut twice a day. Um, I'm yeah, and people are talking. There's a lot of talk in the I don't know in the public sphere today of the Antichrist being. You'll never know he's the Antichrist. That's exactly. The point. Exactly. But a lot of people say he is here now, like he's here and operating, but we don't know who it is. And people speculate that's just a talk. I mean, he may or may not be, or may not be he. It may be she. Oh, it, yeah. It may crazy. be another be gender any- too. Maybe one of the on the spectrum. Oops. Never mind. Which that, I mean, but even that could play a role in like, you know, that being pushed so hard, you know, in the past, I don't even know where, when it started. I, I'll just be conserved and say the past 10 years. What? Um, just the whole like gender thing being pushed like into the public I'll, conversation. Yeah, it probably started right when I got out of high school because it wasn't really a thing when I was in high school. I mean, no, same here. And it, it just seems like it's being pushed so much. Are they being pushed out into the front to where it is forced into the conversation? But is that to um, kind of, I guess, get people into it? Not accepting it, but like being just used to it, talking about it. Being used to it being a th- – having it, people getting used to the idea of it, of it being a thing, being a natural thing, and not something that's uh, created by, you know – these society, and I'm trying to choose my words not to be insensitive to anybody, but you know, just something. It's like these people are being pushed into the public eye, and so that people can one either ridicule them or be you know against it so strong, or on the opposite of the spectrum of being so accepting towards it, and then they push like you have to be accepting towards it. But hey, how about we just? not talk about it and how about everyone's individual business is their own business and not force it into the public eye, not use these people as a shield that, oh, we're protecting you. We're protecting you. No, you're not. You're using them as a human shield so you can do whatever policy or talk about whatever you want to do, but then falling back as, oh, no, we're protecting these people. How about you just leave them alone? Leave them alone. Stop talking about it and forcing them into every conversation and forcing people to have a strong opinions about them. How about you just let people live their own private lives? I have a lot of reading to do. I'm sorry. It's just I get these little rants. I get it. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about I, a lot of this. Yes. But go yes. on. Okay. I digress. Before I fully move on, I don't want to name these people directly. Uh, but there's in the 1990s, a lot of conspiracy theories really started. Theorists started pushing this. Mm-hmm. One has the exact same name as one of our favorite Patreon members <laughs> at Cryptids of the Corn. Really, so we, we get it. We post stuff on their page too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're. I mean, we get. Um, they feed us into like that loop and mm-hmm. like yeah, that, into that world. I mean, I'm just gonna say their first name because okay. I want this person to respond to tell us if they are actually this famous conspiracy theorist. Okay, Linda. Oh. They have the same full name, <laughs> and I'm kind of curious now. Yeah, that would that that would blow my mind. It would make a lot of sense, though. We'll have to get the cryptid boys over there to give her it a call. Would make a lot of sense. So let's talk about some of the conspiracy theories. Okay, I just kind of got the bullet points. I go as much detail as you want or not. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, first one is then this conspiracy theories involving the new world order or the new world order view. Okay. Uh, and they're roughly chronologically, like who pointed the fingers first at what group is pushing this? Oh, okay, roughly. Yeah. 
the end times, so literally the book of Revelations. Okay. The end times, the new world orders from that. A 19th century, you know, mo- you know this Christianity ideology uh, with that. So what do you think about that? That it's originating from the Bible times or mm-hmm. what? So the unholy trinity would be Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Oh, interesting. Okay. So uh, a what, lot of people believe... Would they all kind of un- fall under the same thing or no? No. It's okay. like uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. It's like the inversion of it. Yes. Yeah. They're not the same thing. They are all different and they're... Okay. They're, they're all the... So the whole, you know, the Holy Father, yes. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit is a different thing. Okay. Uh, anyways... So Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. A lot of people in this theory believe that the false prophet is the head of the Catholic Church, the Pope. A hundred percent can agree with that. hundred percent. I don't know. I don't. I agree. False prophet. I'm talking about for this unholy trinity, like the, oh. the false prophet of the false prophet. Yeah. You know, this is the highest. I do believe he is a false prophet. I do, and I do just, believe he has evil running through. Him. I think. I don't think. I don't know. I think it's just money. It, it, that's and that's money and power, which is evil. It's evil, but yeah. not like the type of evil that. Like the devil, We're talking like, about like spiritual this, evil, yeah. like the unholy trinity. Yeah. No, I think I, I and I agree with you. Yeah, I think he's, I think a, he's a lower level. Mm-hmm. He's, he's still a, bad. Evil. Yeah, still evil. Just not this type of evil. Mm-hmm. Not the not type as, that we're diving in for this. Not at all who he portrays himself to be. Yeah. So, what's your kind of thoughts on this one? I could read a bunch about it, but I mean, there's no point to it. Uh, everything has its origin. I mean, if you're if you believe in you know the Bible and take it for you know, word for word, like not word for word, you know, what I'm trying to say, take mm-hmm. it as being truth and being, you know, our origin story. Everything has to have its start somewhere. So it, the fact that it's even mentioned in there or brought oh, up a big in there, part. It, it says a lot. It does say a lot because even let's say, let's just go out and say like, oh, the, because people will say, you know, it's just all made up, you know, game of television. They're still putting it in the origin story, like the new world order. If they didn't want this to be known or talked about, Probably wouldn't have slipped it in there. Probably wouldn't have put that in there to put in people's minds. But there it is, sure enough. Ready for the next one? Yep. Freemasonry. The Ooh. Masons get blamed for a lot of stuff. Yeah, for, for sure. I have no idea about any of it. Is that is it if they're part of like the anything? I if they're the ones behind the New World Order. Sure, they do some weird stuff. But yeah, yeah. Who I mean, doesn't? For sure, for sure. I've, anything we do know, I mean, yeah, it's. It's its own private, not private, but it is private. The big, the big push is there's a lot of Masonic symbolry mm-hmm. or symbolism. I can't, you know, I mean, I can't speak. A lot of Masonic symbol symbolism pushed in a lot of our currency, a lot of our seals. Yeah. Lot, but to be fair, if you look at the founding fathers of the country, yeah, most of them were Masons. Yep. So to be fair to them. That if that's their club, their group, they're a part of. They're gonna they're gonna put their their symbology in mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. whether it's good, evil, and different doesn't matter. There's I have no proof any of it. Right. I'm yeah. just saying that there is an explanation why there's a tie. Their, sim- yeah. their symbolry is in everything. Right. Because it was the people that founded the country. Right. They were all pretty much masons. Right? Uh, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, uh, and many of the others are uh, assumed to be masons as well. Right. I think the Masons, personally, I think there's a lot that's put on them that they probably have no part of. Yeah, and that's a part of the thing is we will never know. Because they're a secret society that yep. you can see their buildings. Mm-hmm. So no wonder you point and click. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's the one you can see that you know exists and you're not allowed to know anything about. Right, yeah. Now imagine all the ones you can't see that's and you're not where, supposed to know about. That's who I'm leaning towards. Exactly, yeah. 
the Masons have buildings and meetings and people like mm-hmm. you. If you're listening to this, I guarantee you know one. Oh, for sure. Just to, I mean, if even if even if you don't personally know one that you can point your finger at, I'm oh, sure you know one. I'm sure Whether you know it or not. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. But yeah. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Freemasonry with this? I just don't know how wide of a net that that group really encompasses. I'm sure they have some power or something. Yeah, you know, oh, I know they do. I don't think it's this level that yeah. they're talking about. Within society, for sure, 100%, they can do things that just normal everyday people that aren't in that club can do, for sure. Yeah, and, and I think that may that may come from them having their club. Exactly, exactly. We've had buddies that have told us that, you know, I'll give they've you, had things taken care of. I'll give you one example that um, I was told. Hang on, I don't tell no names. I'll just tell the story. Um, they got in a car accident. Someone had hit their car. They didn't have any insurance. Um, the cop that came arrived at the scene, um, you know, was talking to them. The person that got in the accident called their friend, knowing like that it was their person that basically was taking care of them. And they told him what happened, told him the situation, and they said, "All right, hold on, give me, give me a minute." They that person contacted the police. That police officer came back up to their car, said, all right, hey, you're free to go. Just go on and get out of here. Um, take your car to this garage. We'll get it fixed up, and they'll get it fixed up for you, and you'll be fine. And they were like, okay, thank you, and they drove their car to the garage. The garage knew they were coming. They dropped their car off. Within a week, their car was fixed. They didn't have to pay a dime, and that's a true story, and it was through that Mason connection. So, I mean, these things happen. And so is that more of just because everybody's a part of the same club and you get those benefits for being a part of the same club? Or is it because they have political sway? Or personally, I think it's because they're part of the same club. Yeah, I think it all I think it all stirs around that for sure. Now, as you get in more powerful positions like in society or in government, I don't perhaps you can influence one way or another, yeah. you know, as far as that. But that's I everybody. I think you may have more people likely to agree with you because you know – on the backside, you're both a part of the same club. Oh, for sure. For sure. But you may have common interests at the yeah. end of the day that... Uh, you can talk about this behind closed behind, doors. Yes, behind the and curtain. And trust the other person because you both are in uh, the same club. Yep. I, I think that's more what the Freemasonry boils down to. Mm-hmm. Not this big government cabal. Like, And it goes into so many people, you know, as you get on the higher degrees, you get access to more knowledge and stuff and mm-hmm. there's people whistleblowers stuff that come out you don't know if you can believe them or not like they say once you get to the end of it it's revealed to you that you're actually worshiping satan and stuff like that i don't know if that's any that's true or not because i'm obviously i'm i'm not in it i'll never be in it i would like to know the secrets of it but it also ain't worth my life trying to find out yeah <laughs> so, it's I, it's beyond me i can't i, I think it's just a club yeah, just dudes being dudes. I think it dudes around. I think that's more of what it falls down but an to. Old club. Let's oh, put it that oh, way. Yeah, it's a very old school. Pretty much as old as history. The mines in Michigan. There's a lot. Oh. Probably Freemason mines. The ones we talked about a couple weeks ago. The copper ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff. Ready for the next one? Yeah. The Illuminati. Okay. So what's the Illuminati? That's the other. Is it just a secret group? You know. Well, do you want the the Order of the Illuminati was an enlightened, and in the Enlightenment age was a secret society founded by the university professor Adam. I'm just going to go Adam. His last name is insane. Okay. Uh, May 1st, 1976, or 1776, my apologies. Oh, wow. Upper Bolivia, Germany. Okay. 
The movement consists of an advocate for uh, free thought, surrealism, libertarianism, republicanism, and gender equality. Wow. So this is the weird thing about the Illuminati is I can, I can go into it forever. Recruits from the German, uh, German Masonic lodges were sought to teach radicalism through mystery schools. So this was a very popular thing in Europe, these oh, mystery yeah. schools, these secret schools. In 1785, the order was infiltrated and broken up and suppressed by the government agents, Charles Theodore. Uh, and that happened a lot with all of these small groups. Then they went secret for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then some people think, here's the thing with the Illuminati. Is that is the true, honest, most I believe origins of the Illuminati? Yeah, they went secret till about the twentieth century, and they came forward, and they seem to be very different. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a whole different group, or using the, the same name. name, or like an offshoot of it. Yeah, maybe. A splinter group or whatever. Yeah, the new one doesn't seem to really do anything. That is from this twentieth century, as far as we know, this they don't seem to be very similar. Okay, doesn't seem to you know Freemasonry has been. Pretty Very this, similar, yeah, for a extremely Goes long time. Same initiation. This is only three hundred years, yeah, and it, or less than three hundred years, and it doesn't seem oh, to really? be the same thing. And you know, back in the day, as far as I know, there's was a lot of secret societies, a lot, a lot of secret a lot. schools, a lot of secret it teachings. You, it it made you it got to you know, especially the time of kings, queens, and peasantry. Yeah, it could elevate a group of peasants above because it was. Secretly connecting with each other and gaining power back. Yeah. And that's why it was so popular. And this hidden knowledge, whether the hidden knowledge was real or not, mm-hmm. it gave you power in a time where you couldn't have power. And I think, like, it kept, or it also, at the on the other end, it kept the, uh, the elites or those within power to stay in power. It kept the others, you know, ignorant. I think that came later, personally. Well, like, uh, my example, I'll go back to, is Pythagoras. He had, Pythagoras had his own secret school, or secret teachings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that, is that, like, rooted in, I think, is that the foundations of Hermeticism? I don't know for don't, sure. I but have no idea. It's somewhere, something like that. I don't know. I mean, I'm half, I don't know half this stuff we're talking about anyways, but I know, like, he had his own secret teachings in school, and that even branched off still to today, um, but I think a lot of them kept maybe truth, truth that uh, allowed them to stay above the rest, to stay in power, to maybe orchestrate, you know, these things going on in the world. And secret I think whether getting back to NWO, you know, Illuminati, you know, either way, it is a secret society. It's a secret group or organization doing this. And they have a website, though. Illuminati does. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I guess. Well, like we Not talked about on the website. What you and me talked about, or yeah, we talked about uh, the karma thing. You know, they have to. Oh, government karma. This this. Yeah. Uh, ritual magic karma. Yeah. Like and you got yeah. You got to put that stuff out there. You got to put it out there for the public to accept it, and because as long as they accept it, that karma can't swing back around and get them. So it it has to be out there. It has to be told, and all this stuff is told. You know, through media. Even in the news, it's there. They cover it, but it's just so quick. It's buried under, you know, the nonsense that we're flooded with today. There's so much just nonsense. 90% of the stuff we consume now is just nonsense. Um, you know, it doesn't really do anything for your the advancement of society. Let's put it that way. Um, it's just nonsense. You know, and then when, like, real things come out, 
we don't even bat an eye on it or we just maybe not even believe that it's true because it just seems so far-fetched because it doesn't fit into the model of the world where we were taught, you know, through the Rockefeller Foundation and stuff like that. Um, things that we just can't accept to be real because it's just so crazy and so bad and evil. There is no way. And then it gets buried and then we're on to the next TikTok trend. That's what we're all worried about. I'll the wait next, till we get to the, the later next in the fashion season. trend going on today or the hot song that just came out that everyone will forget about in a week. You know, things just aren't like they used to be anymore. <laughs> we're going into a society, disposable age of society. We're just out with the old and with the new immediately. Oh, I think... What? This is my, uh, we're good, we're good, we're good. Oh, yeah, it's completely off. Here, you want to pause it yep. for a second? Woo! Oh, gosh. Yeah, those, those guys are going to have a heyday with this one. We're not being as professional as they are on that, over at the Cryptos of the Corn podcast. But this is what happens when you're at the shack. Some things just fall apart a little bit on you, especially when you're diving into truth. Oh my gosh. That's how it goes. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Last main theory. This is the craziest one. This is the craziest one? Mm-hmm. Okay. As far as being We're probably still true. under British rule. Oh, I've heard this before. The round table theory. Uh, during the second half of British imperial century between 1815 and 1914, mm-hmm. English-born South African businessman, mining mogul, and political candidate Cecil Rhodes advocated for the British Empire, re-annex the United States of America, and reform itself as the Imperial Found- Federation to bring about the hyperpower and reform, or, sorry, and reform everlasting world peace. In his first will... He written in 1877 at age of 23. He expresses that his wishes to fund the secret society, also known as the Society of the Elect, that would advance this goal. And here's what he says. Two and four, the establishment, promotion, and development of the secret society. The true aim of the object Weatherforth shall be the extinguish of the British rule through the world by British subjects of the land were a means of livelihood and attributes by energy, labor, enterprise, and especially the occupation by British settlers of the entire continent of Africa, the Holy Land, the Valley of Eurotius, the Isles of Eusters, Canada, the whole South America, the islands of the Pacific, not henceforth possessed by Great Britain, and the Malian Archipelago, and the seaboard China and Japan, the United or until the recovery of the United States of America as in, in the integral part of the British Empire. Yeah, basically, it's just a big, long thing. He had a lot of money, and he pushed this idea for a long time, and then mm-hmm. it kind of got quiet. Hmm. That's weird. It just kind of got swept under the rug. Well, there's theories that, like, George Washington was part of, was a royal. He was part of the royal family, and he just broke off, and uh, basically, uh, they created this story that he was, you know, 
what we were taught who he is. But there's some theories that he was just another uh, descendant of, you know, the royal family. And his task was to uh, start this over here. But I don't know. There's just so much with our the way our Declaration of Independence and stuff was written. It just leaves it open for interpretation, interpretation, but it leaves it open for humanity or like for us to be free. So I don't, it's, I'm kind of split on that a little bit when it comes to that. So this, this whole theory is not saying that they, this whole theory is saying that, that they reestablished it secretly. Okay. Oh, okay. Money and means. Yeah. And they took over the world in secret this time. And, and they let all the other, the, the, poli- the, uh, the politics of the countries play puppet. Right. But really their Under, British empire is the one running everything. Still pulling the strings. And they did run the world for a long time. Yeah. Because they killed everybody, everybody, everybody that was slightly darker than Casper. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, which is just awful. Meat, uh, meat every, cannon. Hey, guess what? And wait, ain't that weird? Wait, oh yeah, we're, we're it's still happening today. Oh. It's still happening today. Yeah. I mean, uh, not even 100 years ago, I think I mentioned it earlier, the, uh, what is it, the Treaty of Balfour, 1917, I think, uh, it was when... Uh, Over 100 years ago. Uh, Palestine, that's when that was broken up. And then uh, that's because uh, if you know the history of that area, it was under like the Ottoman Empire rule. Oh, I mean, and, until like that area has been under everybody's rule. Right. But people, the same people always live there. It's just who was ruling yeah, them at who, the time. Who was king. And then now, like, now it's like, nope, uh, we're going to move into this I area. Mean, and everyone if, that was here for if the. If you're a peasant and. They're killing you, and they've been killing you for the last four thousand years. Yeah. Does it really matter who was, whose sign was on the or whose name was on the board? Well, it's well, no, but it's like the same people live there. That's it's what I'm just, saying. The yeah. same peasants. Yeah, live there. It's the royals that have changed. Exactly, the people ruling them, and now the people are wanting those it's, people. That's just, what I'm saying. It doesn't really matter when you're being killed. It no. uses a workforce, anyways. Now they're just keeping them trapped there, or they won't let them leave. And then if they do, hey, we're gonna murder you brutally. I mean, have you seen where Palestine is? There's not a lot of options. You can't really. But you see how big it used to be, right? Yeah, right. No, it's it was taken from them. I. Me and Dad just looked this up. It was like, it doesn't have a lot of people. Not anymore. And it's pressed up against the ocean, or yeah. not the ocean, the sea. The sea. Yeah. And and uh, Israel's just around it. It's completely surrounded. You it can't leave. No, you're not allowed to leave. They won't let you leave. Yeah. The only place uh, I was watching this interview about some Israeli uh, like, swim out in the water, but <laughs> that's probably what they want you to do, so you drown. So that way, your house is empty, and then oops, now it's ours. Oops, you're not living there. It's ours now. Um, but there was this general that I think general or some guy in the Israeli government and they were interviewing him on the news and they were asking him like, they're like, no, you know, we want the citizens. We want them to have a, you know, if they want out to have a peace, you know, a path to escape. So these, you know, the uh, Hamas, you know, the evilness of Hamas can be destroyed, but we want the citizens to be able to leave free. And they're like, wait, but you're only letting them out through, uh, you just opened up the border of Egypt. The only way they're allowed out is Egypt. He's like, oh, yeah, where else are they going to go? And the guy's like, to your country. And the general just, he like laughed and smirked like, <laughs> like, no, that can't happen. We can't do that. It's like, yes, you can. You don't want to because you want to murder all these people, like the citizens that live there, the women, the children. The people you're bombing, the hospitals and stuff that you're bombing because you say that 
that evil Hamas, which I'm not saying I'm not advocating for them at all, but you're saying they have like underground tunnels and they're hiding out under these hospitals, under these schools, and that's why you need to bomb them. Or are you just like murdering people so you can take their land? Because that's what it sounds like to me. I don't even know how we got there. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. You but set, you set you set up your own connection, right? But and you I, said Palestine, so you could talk about Palestine. Well, I'm just using that area as an example for. That's what I'm saying. Is there, we did. Oh, get British there. rule. Yeah, yeah. So in 1917, the British took over that area, and then by like the 1948s, they allowed the formation. They did like secret deals with everybody in that area to allow the state of Israel to be formed, and then the United States obviously jumped in on it and like allowed it to happen, and now we are where we are. So it's, yeah, a lot of this stuff was manufactured. Okay. Go on. Do you want to talk about how the New World Order could come to be? Ooh, yeah. New Age BS. Okay. What's BS stand for? Well, you've already kind of mentioned it. Uh, like, talking about all this, like, pushing all these mental illness and these weird things that are happening in society oh. and pushing that for, yeah. for, and causing the collapse of traditional society mm -hmm. that creates a void mm -hmm. for the elites to move in with this new world order. Absolutely, yeah. And that's kind of this first major theory is that that's what they're, they're causing. And uh, to to way to facilitate this, you know, I believe that the uh, the medical uh, industry, the way we treat and take care of people, um, you know, health wise, has been hijacked and compromised. Uh, you know, and I think we're being fed. A lot of pharmaceuticals were being dosed, you know, by our, in our water and our food supply, uh, you know, mass or manufacture or uh, what's the word for food? The food that's like made in factories and stuff. What's why can't like I think heavily processed food, processed food. There we go. All the processed food, just things that aren't natural. You know, I think they're full of these chemicals and stuff that are in them to make the mind more docile, to make uh, people have issues, mental issues, you know, physical issues, things that... Uh, compromises the natural process of the world to allow um to uh make people more uh vulnerable to things like this happening so it, be it becomes a thing but i feel like a lot of it is created or manufactured and meant to be that way to control society to funnel into us new world order this takeover of all of society of all around the world so we're living in a giant, basically a prison system. So everyday working class people are stuck in this, and but they're blind to it. Because if they knew there's way more of us than there are them, we would turn around and revolt and cause actual change in the world. Because I think there's a lot more good in the world than there is evil. Uh, but I think they're using the medical industry. It's compromised. Um, and then the education industry. It's compromised. It's all being used to funnel society into accepting this new world order. Ready for the next one? Yeah. The Fourth Reich. It, Nazis? Yeah. So because World War II, a bunch of the Nazis were pretty much just put into society other parts of the world. Operation Paperclip. And, yeah. And then, but there's also the... the Antarctica, there's South America, yeah. there's Russia, mm -hmm. not just the U.S. taking them right. in and putting them in high positions. Right. Uh, I can't remember. The, what was the one that led the secret space program? Secret space program? Yeah, here, the Nazi we took that ran it. 
Werner von Braun? Werner von Braun. Okay. Yeah, he had a lot of power. Yeah. He had a lot of power. And even some government generals like had problems with him and him like getting them in trouble. Then we created the space program and put him in charge. Yeah, that was yeah. Of NASA, not a space agency. Never a straight answer. So that these Nazis with after the, World War II, the ending of World War II, was actually the best thing to happen to them because they got spread out yep. and they were seeds throughout pretty much every major power in the world. Almost like a, I don't know, almost like it was meant to happen that way. I don't know. I, I'm not necessarily sure it was planned. Yeah. But they definitely took advantage and they're probably... So what do you I, think about this, the, th- the Fourth Reich? I mean, going back with everything we were taught, they had a lot of power. They had a lot of uh, esoteric interests, mm-hmm. secret knowledge interests, and a lot of mystical like stuff they were doing, whether it came to like you know the real society or the... So I guess for the New World Order yeah. side of it, is it... That they've spread out. They're already running the governments. Right, yeah. No, that's what I was getting at. I think in in doing all that stuff, all the stuff they research or were into, maybe they found ways to, uh, like, this is the best, best path of controlling everything. Maybe they infiltrated all this stuff, made it appear as though they lost, made it appear as though, you know, they were defeated. And that's the best way to hide is in plain sight. Plain sight and... uh you know, appearing to be gone because if the public thinks if the, that's all, you're just swaying public opinion. That's all you got to do. As long as society believes it, you're in the clear. Man, I'm a big believer that towards the end of World War II, Hitler wasn't really in control. He was allowed to be a puppet head for all these like yeah. Himmler and all these. Oh yeah, really big, big time guys. Because he was a good public speaker. Yeah, and, but towards the end, he was, in my opinion, starting to get really strung out on all the drugs he was on and stuff. I mean, and he was on meth pills, like and, a lot of meth. And what if those were fed like they were feeding them they got him hooked on that stuff you know whoever they are you know being their nazi mm-hmm. leadership or they may have just slowly started dosing or you know getting him hooked on this, this stuff. would also explain why everything gets blamed on the jews what yeah like just if it's nazis yeah because it's weird how every conspiracy ever almost gets, some way shape or form and it's funny gets blamed on the jews and i think that's also like a cover as well because yeah. there's so much like different sects of Jewish right Jewish uh that's the point too yeah is you, it you got the religion you got the race you got the other different forms of not forms of Judaism but you know yes there different, are different, like, different I guess sects right sects. yeah I didn't so know I the right that word the right term to file it under but yeah uh, but then there's also like these people that have extreme power and I think that's and I think they hide behind that Jewish cover, you know, so that way you can just, it's a easy, it's an easy way to sway opinion. Like, Oh, you just don't like me because I'm Jewish. You but might also, not even be Jewish. There's that. Yeah. But I also think it's just, it's just, that's conspiracy. That's my bigger thing. I just kind of stop reading once, once it comes back around to the Jews. The Jew, yeah. Cause it's like, okay. And then, right. Uh, yeah. Here we go again. But I mean, I think there's maybe some like, Bits of where there's people in power where they hide behind the Jewish, and then you blame yeah, it on no, those people Jewish. Use, people use yes uh, any any faith specifically for this, you know, to hide the, behind. Yeah, because there's a bunch of people that are not Jewish that are saying they're Jewish. Right. Yeah. 
because they don't, you know, they're using that moniker. Because I do believe that. And then you get to the anti-Semitism stuff, and you know what is? I was asking this question recently because I didn't know like what is a Semite, but then I found out like it's all people from like a certain that descendants from uh, what is it? They're descendants from a, a certain. Aramaic or what? Something, yeah, but they, I, I probably sound stupid, trying, but they're all descendants from one thing. But that includes, uh, yes, uh, Jewish people in the area, but uh, also includes a lot of Arabs in the area. I was going to say, a sure, include Christians and Muslims, uh, too. Christians, yeah, all of them. Um, people for the all Abrahamic from, faiths, that uh, whole, yes. the Abrahamic region. Yes, so that, inc- and now, but when you say it, it only seems to apply Jew- to Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but... Uh, they're, they're also, they're bombing all these Middle Eastern people that are, uh, Semites. Semites. Yes. So to be anti-Semitic, if you're, uh, like siding with one side or another, it's not anti-Semitic if you're siding with the Semites, like people who are from so that for the same thing. time, I thought they were saying Cenobites <laughs> from Hellraiser. Oh, okay. That's the things that Hellraiser would make. Okay. That's the people, like the weird yeah. distorted people, demons. Yeah. The Cenobites. Hey, I'm and anti I like, that. I was like, yeah, why, why, why is people complaining? <laughs> exactly. No, no. Yeah, all right, next one. So this one's kind of twofold. Uh, alien invasion, but there's two types. Okay. Real alien invasion okay. will lead to the New World Order because you know, humans will all group together to fight off whatever, you know, because we pretty much are only fighting because we see differences in each other. And right. You know why we fight. But once... It's the human race versus something, another threat. Yeah, then it's all, you're just the human race then. You know, mm-hmm. races kind of melt away at that point because there's there's very little differences when you're talking about an alien threat. And there's also the faked alien invasion, you know, to, was it Bluebeam? Uh, yeah. Bluebeam, Project Bluebeam, where the faked alien invasion to allow the governments to take full control. Right, yeah. The because, authoritarian. But it's the same thing. The humans reacting the same way yeah. to either a fake or real stimuli. Right. And and one of them, yeah, either actual humanity steps up and fights back or uh, hum, or the on the other end, humanity rolls over and lets government uh, control them, like under the false mm-hmm. protection. So, and that's the one that's, I think, more likely, hundred percent more likely. I think I don't because I don't believe aliens are real. I don't believe that at all. I don't think there's outer space and different planets and galaxies that they're flying through the vastest void of space. I do. Uh, and I just think I think it's all interdimensions, dimensionals, and you know maybe the stars and stuff could be like portals to different dimensions or just energy points which these things can move in and out of or. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but I just don't believe in all that mumbo jumbo of the, that the Rockefeller education system taught us in school about space and planets and all that stuff, all that fooey that, you know, it's just NASA photos coming back, just digital images from them. Everything from space is all just, uh, you know, a cr- created on a computer and sent back. It's none of them are real photographs. Um, and speaking of NASA, I mean, it's got the serpent's tongue right in the symbol you can't find a NASA symbol without the serpent's tongue um, being plastered right on it. So that's that hiding in plain sight. Um, it's just, it's messed up. Keep talking. I'm way over here. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all this stuff plays uh, into, uh, I think, this new world order that I believe is coming. You And you got the agenda 20, or trying to, trying, trying to. to get to. my space's real hammer out. 
Your what? My space is real hammer. Your space is real hammer? Yeah, to hit you with. Oh, okay. Why would you want to do that? We are just telling the truth. That is not a hammer. That is a sharp spear. <laughs> <laughs> that would murder somebody instantly. <laughs> Very quickly. You could lodge that right in the middle of someone's skull. But um, I searched I, the house the other day with we, it. You what? I searched the house the other day with it. I would not want to be on the other end of that. <laughs> I heard a noise. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be scary. But like with Agenda 2030, they talk about this stuff publicly. And, you know, what's the tagline under that? It's uh, Agenda 2030 for sustainable development, transforming our world. Uh, and, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's tie- that ties into this uh, one world government, you know, thing. And, you know, it's with the climate. Um, you know, oh, gosh, just about everything that's pushed by the media. Um, you know, and then this big pandemic we had, you know, shifted. We had the the largest shift uh, in wealth from the lower class to the upper class during in the human history during that pandemic, if people aren't aware. That is factual. And was so is that whole thing I've you know manufactured just for that purpose to to you know centralize wealth to the elite or just to get it out of the hands of the people so they are weak. And here's you your twelve hundred dollar check, you idiots. Yeah, here's your twelve hundred dollar check for us shutting down your business. I knew that was that's how I knew it was bad. Oh yeah, that's all you get. And no, look, no, that's what I mean. Like when the government's handing you something. What yeah. was it? Which president said that? That the most dangerous words in the English language is tr- I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Help you? Yeah, it's it's not. It's hundred percent true. That is it's dangerous. Like, yeah, look at the Indians. You know, and twelve hundred dollars, like in and all relatively, is nothing compared to what. They put us all through shutting down your right to work, shutting down your right to go to work unless you have this certain unless you're jabbed with some poison that they're trying to put in you. Yeah. Be self. I mean, it's easy enough to just say, oh, be self-sustainable, you know, do this on your own. But it's true. You have to. Oh, I thought you were yelling at me. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, It's true. It's 100 percent true. You have to. You have to learn to be partially. Yeah. I mean, it's very. It's difficult. It takes for a family of four. it It takes about four acres. Yeah. To really produce every single thing you need, mm-hmm. but you can start. Yeah, you can start. What I would suggest is learn how. Yes, and trial and error. Yeah, just yeah, get small stuff and just practice yeah. with it. And you know, you have to be the change you seek in the world. It starts from you. Become ungovernable. Become ungovern- ungovernable. Subvert the dominant paradigm. What's the "Don't Try to Me" flag called? Oh, is that the libertarian flag. Uh, they use it. Um, there's a, there is a name. It's the Union Jack or not Union Jack. That's it's not, not the, the Union, Union Jack. Jack. Sorry, it I, is not the Union I don't know, Jack. I don't know why that popped in my head. That's the British or is that Australian? I th- I think it's both used differently. Okay, on me flag. Uh, it is. Uh, oh, the Gadsden. Uh, don't tread on me flag. The Gadsden flag. My favorite version of that is the Gadsden. Gadsden, huh? The alligator one. I don't know if I'd seen that one. F around and find out. <laughs> Pretty much. No, that's what it's the big alligator that has like a leg hanging out of its mouth. And oh, okay. Because you can't step on an alligator. And the Gadsden flag has I've been, done it though. Oh, I know you have. You kicked it. Well, right. no, not on purpose. I wasn't kicking an alligator for the. Was that you, or is that, or is that uh, the story you heard from? Both. Oh, okay. You both had done it. Everybody's okay. kicked an alligator. You're right. If you're a man. If you're a man, not on purpose. Now the gad. It's funny you brought that flag up because that was that's been under some controversy lately. Because now anyone showing that flag, it's like a far. Oh, you're a far right, you know, 
person. That flag didn't start as a right. It, it was actually a very uh, uh, not left. Uh, yeah, like a liberal left wing ideology flag. Don't tread on me. Like, don't let the government um, tell you, you know, what to do or say. That it, should it, be an episode. We free speech. Talk about and, the Republican Democrat flip every about 60 years and it does it does it's crazy because like even thinking of now like it i think it depends obviously who's in who's running the government who's the president at the time the figurehead but who wanted to end segregation the republicans who wanted the middle vote the republicans who you know but look how things um switch when it comes to like like war i mean you would think in your mind the the party that's against war would be the democrat you know the Mm -hmm. left wing they're willing to push it the hardest and now it seems like the right wings are the ones that are mostly at least like the the rebel people or the the people on the right wing that aren't with like the establishment republicans you know group they're the ones against war like um like let's just say for example on the left you got the squad you know use them I, even though they're not nearly prominent today uh but they're they, all of them push war all of them want war even bernie sanders pretty left wing pushing war um, so what are your overall thoughts? I think on the new world order. I think the new world order is trying to come into fruition. I think we have a lot of things uh, in society that are happening that are slowly nudging us to this new world order, and they're trying. They're trying to do it, and I think since the pandemic, it's been very apparent that this is slowly happening. But it can be stopped. And there's only one way to stop it, and it starts within you. Yes, you listening to this. It starts within your heart, your desires to seek, to be the change you seek in the world. You must do it. It starts with you. So go out today. Make a difference. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.